welcome to the Glowing 20s podcast. Today we're having a conversation on being alone but not lonely. And I'm going to go ahead and get us started because I have done a lot of work with this this past semester. So yeah, let's talk about my experiences with it. Well, first of all, I think that a lot of people tend to feel lonely, but I think that it's something that we either don't realize or don't want to admit, or we, I really think what it is, is that we just don't realize it. And we always are surrounding ourselves with other people in order to kind of fill that little void we feel. I don't know. Does that sound kind of like morbid? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the first time looking back now, the first time that I think I felt like that was my freshman year. At that point, I didn't really realize that. But looking back, I realized that I was kind of like a little zombie going through life with little to no self-awareness. And because I didn't really know that I was lonely, I didn't know how to deal with it. So I was always hanging out with people. It didn't really matter who. It just kind of mattered that people validated me because I couldn't do that for myself. So yeah, I mean, I eventually, I I don't think I realized until preparing for this podcast that that was probably a big reason why I was always around other people and I didn't really have my own thoughts, my own personality, my own opinion and stuff like that, because I just didn't ever really want to be alone. And I always wanted to be around other people. And so I just took on the personalities and opinions and values of the people around me. But that whole thing aside, fast forwarding to my first semester of junior year, that's when I actually started recognizing and facing loneliness And I realized that we can go through life with all of the friends in the world and always surrounded by people, but still feel lonely. And something that I realized last semester was that I was always with people, but I still always felt so alone. And I think it was because I was replacing myself with other people because I didn't like being by myself or with my own thoughts. And This was definitely very different from my freshman year because at this point I was a lot more self-aware and I had my own sense of identity that I wasn't willing to compromise. But I realized that I was kind of trying to get rid of my loneliness by spending time with other people because I realized that I was super exhausted, but I never did anything by myself. And I was never on my own timeline. And I mean, a lot of kind of, terrible things had happened last semester and of course I'm grateful because it could have been worse but I would definitely be lying if I said that it didn't totally throw me off and I guess I was just be I was just afraid of being so alone with my thoughts because it was just so uncomfortable and different than what I was used to and of course I think leaning into that discomfort and into the change and little transformation that I was facing 
that's always what helps us grow and allows us to become stronger mentally and emotionally. But at that point last semester, I don't think I had fully realized that yet, that I just had to kind of lean into it and spend time with myself and, you know, kind of work through pain. But I found that when I surrounded myself with other people, it didn't make me feel any less alone. And when I would go to hang out with my sorority sisters, for example, I would find myself leaving without even telling anyone because I still felt so lonely when I was there that I felt like nobody really cared if I was there or not. So I just wouldn't have to tell anybody when I was leaving. And I would go on social media and see people always with each other. And of course, social media is a highlight reel. So you don't know what's going on behind the screen. And I think that when you're consumed in it, though, you can do a really good job of rewriting your reality for yourself and for other people. And I think that's what a lot of people then do. And that's what you see. You know, you see all these people always hanging out with each other and you see that these people must not be lonely. So why am I lonely? And then you kind of make it a point to hang out with other people too, so that you can feel like how everybody else looks. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. But then at some point I became really aware of how lonely I was. And I decided that maybe I just kind of needed to go off the grid for a second. And I didn't really hang out people unless I had found that I really wanted to hang out. So I didn't just hang out with people just to relieve my loneliness kind of, or to distract myself from myself. And I got off of social media, which really helped. I fully focused on myself. I listened to myself. I read, I journaled. And I think that that was a very transformative time for me. And then I remember that even at my worst time, there was one girl who I used to be friends with who she had totally done me dirty. And in an effort to make up for being not a great friend, she told me that her home was always open to me and that I should never be alone during this time because then it will just be me alone in my thoughts and I wouldn't want that, right? So you can see that that's something that is kind of a common thought for a lot of people, I think our age is that you can't be alone with your thoughts and we always wanna run away from our thoughts. And I think that's why we always try to distract ourselves and hang out with other people and stuff. But why is it our first instinct to run away from our thoughts and our feelings? And if we feel sad or lonely, why do we work so hard to distract ourselves from it, numb our emotions? I just hate how our coping mechanism is to just run away for some temporary immediate relief. And I think we should stop trying to put little band-aids over our wounds. We just need to deal with them, like deal with our loneliness. I think that in order to overcome loneliness, you actually have to be really intentional with it and know that it's going to be a little bit difficult, but you have to push through that discomfort, you know, because when, whether other people are there or not, you're always going to be there. And the only way that you're going to stop being lonely is to learn to live with yourself 
and love yourself and be comfortable with yourself. And then no matter who comes and who leaves or whether you're by yourself, or you're with other people, you'll be fine because you'll have you and you'll be happy and you won't be alone because you'll have you. And we can't rely on other people if you can't even rely on yourself to be there. You know, you can't rely on other people to fill your void when you can't even fill your void, you know, so. Yeah, there's just, there's a lot of really good points that you you hit hit on touched on you didn't really touch on that like you just you really go back and but something I really related to is kind of how you were talking about feeling loneliness when you're with others for me loneliness has been very comparative like I've always been the type of person that's chilling when they're alone I I really do enjoy it ever since I was young I've enjoyed it but when I'm in public and I don't know, I'm at the grocery store, if I'm at Target or just waiting in line for something and I'm alone, I feel this sense of insecurity, you know? Like that's when I feel the need to pull out my phone or just look busy because God forbid, I just stand in this line looking like a psycho, like, (laughs) 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 but that's what goes through my head and I think that's part of the reason why I'm, I can be so attached to my phone because I just don't want to look alone. I don't want to look lonely. <laughs> and I think that also, like you said, with the social media thing, I think that's a big part of it too. I can be alone and having a great time with myself, but then I can go on, I don't know, Instagram stories or Snapchat and see other people out with their friends. And then somehow some way I all of a sudden get this feeling of sadness and you know what is it FOMO the FOMO hits yeah yeah and I I was completely fine before so I think it's a super common thing and I've always kind of wondered why that is or like how someone who likes to be themselves can still feel so lonely like in these public situations or you know just from looking at social media for 10 minutes it's kind of crazy yeah and then I I, I've been listening to this self-love playlist by Kaylin Nicholson and I really like it because a lot of the songs will just have really I don't know you know that those songs where you have to kind of repeat it over and over because the lyrics are just so good Mm -hmm. like in a self-development sense, that's what kind of those songs represent. And there's one that says, I wrote it down. Um, external validation is not the prerequisite to self-appreciation. And I was like, Wait, read that again. External validation is not the prerequisite to self-appreciation. I love that. And yeah, me too. It was like the chorus of this one of the songs I was listening to. Wow. It's so powerful, right? Because I think that's a source of a lot of discontent and, you know, feelings of loneliness is looking lonely. Mm -hmm. Being alone and feeling lonely are two different things. And I think how to shift from feeling lonely to, you know, just being alone and being okay with that and being content is self-acceptance and self-love because if you're by yourself and everybody's looking to avoid being by themselves right 
they don't want the silence. If they're by themselves, they want the phone or they want to watch a TV show or they'll call someone over. We're all trying to just avoid that silence with ourselves. But if we truly love ourselves and start to accept the things that, you know, we struggle with or don't like or things like that, like we address these problems head on. That's how you that's how you start to become okay with being alone and just being with yourself and you start to enjoy it. You start to get to know yourself more. I woke up this morning and I wrote down, I need eight hours of sleep. That is just a requirement for me. And, you know, I would go time and time again where I would fall asleep at 12 or one and still try to get up at six. It doesn't happen. It doesn't work. And so I just feel like there's so much to learn about yourself. I'm 23 and you think, okay, you should know that but you evolve, you change with every year of life. And so being alone is so important. And it's, it's really sad that we're all just trying to avoid it and not get to know ourselves and not, and just be stimulated constantly so that we don't have to sit alone with ourselves because there's so much self-growth in just being with your own thoughts and just being with you. You learn so much. Just going off of your little the music lyrics thing, I think it's really funny that you brought that up because have you heard of Pink Sweats, Mm-mm. the artist or music artist, no, whatever? I haven't. Well, he came out with this new album and the most popular song is called At My Worst. And I I don't know, it's it's funny because I'm in a really emotional state right now literally have no idea why I think um, it could be just hormones or I actually read that I think I saw on some other wellness Instagrammers story she was saying that like a lot of things that she thought she had healed from had kind of started coming back you know and Mm -hmm. that it's been making her really emotional stuff. And she was saying that it was because of the mercury retrograde, which I <laughs> never, I don't even really know what that is. Like, I, do you? Neither do I. Because I just feel like number one, it's been going on for a very long time. <laughs> um, like this joke has been <laughs> staying for so long. Yeah. So like mercury has been in retrograde for it feels like ages now. At least that's how long people have been talking about it. I'm starting <laughs> to think this is like a permanent thing. Um, no, we just got out. Did you hear the news? Oh, I didn't. Well, no. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> I saw um, that on my explore page. I was like, oh my God, yay. Oh my gosh, yay. <laughs> Mercury's out of retrograde. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is that I don't know whether to blame it on mercury, my hormones, or just the fact that I'm a human with emotions and feelings, but, um, I wonder, (laughs) um, I think it's a combination of all three, but anyways, um, oh, throw in the new moon. Okay. I'm done. (laughs) Regardless of the reason I, it's funny because I've been listening to this song on repeat, repeat, repeat. Okay. And I have found myself like absolutely sobbing to it. And then other times I'm like, oh, hell yeah. And it's just funny because, okay, let me get to the point. This is the chorus, right? Mm -hmm. It says, I need somebody who can love me at my worst. 
no, I'm not perfect, but I hope you see my worth because it's only you. Nobody knew I put you first. And for you, girl, I swear I'll do the worst. And I was like, when am I going to find somebody who's going to love me at my worst? (laughs) Right. But then I was like, wait a second. What if you could be singing the song to yourself? Yeah. You know, and I I think like it's, it's kind of like a affirmation thing or like a manifestation, Mm -hmm. you know, when you change it around to like you singing it to you, not like a boy singing it to a girl or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. I think when you turn it that way, it's just like, it's so empowering. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's like we're so I always this but I really do think that we're socialized to believe that this love and this you know I don't know storybook romance is supposed to come from outside of yourself and that you'll find your other half and it's like self-development has really taught me that that is bs you know like Mm -hmm. you have to come full you have to come complete and that's the only way that you, you know, you find, you know, a significant other, but it's about loving yourself and feeling complete on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I think um, we've said this countless times before, but when you work on yourself, that's when the rest will follow. Having a healthy social life and healthy relationships, it's all important in living a balanced life, but you can't have these healthy relationships with others if you don't have a healthy relationship with yourself. And you won't find the cure to loneliness in others. You'll end up finding it in yourself. And I think that there's a lot of people who surround themselves with people who don't even really care about them or what happens to them. And they don't really care about those people either, but they'll mm-hmm. spend all of their time with them because they just don't want to be with themselves. Like that's the lengths to which we will go. And I see that everywhere and it makes me so sad. I don't, there's no shortage of people in this world who could care about you and love you and form healthy relationships with you. But I think we're just so impatient and we just want that instant satisfaction. And we just don't like the prospect of being alone with ourselves. But I think that we need to intentionally sit in our discomfort to push past it. And mm-hmm. if we do that, then imagine how many doors will will open for us if we just push ourselves a little bit, just force ourselves to be with ourselves for a little bit. And after a while, I don't think it will even feel forced anymore, right? It's just a little bit of discomfort into, that's what, you know, the untethered soul, bringing it back in, gotta Mm -hmm. gotta do our daily reference. Mm -hmm. Um, that's what it says, right? Like you push past the fence a little bit and then the whole world is your freaking oyster, you know? Yeah. You just have to make it a life that you love and stop feeling so uncomfortable because feeling uncomfortable is exhausting. So do, do the work, feel uncomfortable for a little bit, but then after that, you won't feel uncomfortable ever again. You get rid of it all together. You can experience it embrace it and then when you're ready detach from it and there you are alone but not lonely perfect exactly bro I honestly think it's like just strengthening a muscle and yes you feel that discomfort at first 
putting away your phone, putting your phone on do not disturb, just being with yourself, not putting on the TV, just just sitting with yourself. It feels weird. It feels, oh, this isn't normal. I shouldn't be doing this. But then you got to push past it. You feel the discomfort and you push past it anyways. Because if you stop and you say, okay, let me go hang out with someone or whatever, then you just have to start from the beginning each time. So keep pushing yourself past it and eventually it's, it's going to become normal. You're going to realize, oh, I, I think I want to do this or I like this time in silence. It's nice. It's peaceful. And I always say that you should be your own best friend. And it's so true. You should not have so much, I guess, so much of your self-worth and your value in someone else because that is so dangerous. Like it, it's all within you. You have, you have all the contents you need within yourself. So you should never give that power to someone else. It doesn't matter if like it's a friend or a significant other. It doesn't matter. It's so important to cultivate that own relationship with yourself and, and that feeling of self-love. And then you won't be, it's literally the center of everything, right? Because you have problems, let's say, with saying no to people or being a people pleaser. That stems from a lack of self-value, right? Or like self-worth. You're not valuing your time as much as someone else's. So it all stems from your relationship with yourself. So if you can, if you can really work on that, if you can focus, spend the next, well, it's a, it's a lifelong journey, but like dedicate some time, like six to 12 months, say, I'm going to work on me. I'm going to put myself first. You will see such a shift in your life. It's, it's huge. When I feel lonely, like think through it. Why do you feel lonely? Sit with it. I think that a lot of times we form these truths about ourselves that aren't really true. You know, we tell ourselves that we're just, we need interaction with other people. And yes, we do to an extent, of course, um, because again, that goes with living as balanced life but I think when you you take the time to just push yourself a little bit more just spend a little bit more time with yourself every day or every week and then you're even going to find that your relationships with other people you're going to form more meaningful relationships with people because you're going to learn so much more about yourself and you're going to learn about what you want out of relationships, out of friendships, out of anything, right? And you're going to find those people who match you. And you're not just going to be around other people just to be around other people, just to fill that loneliness that you have or fill any void, you know? Exactly. Um, I, I think you think you know yourself. You really do. You're like, oh, I've been with myself for I don't know, 18, 21, 23 years. Of course I know myself. But if you are constantly being stimulated by other people, your phone, your so- social media, then you really you don't know yourself. You don't know yourself at all. You don't. And that might be sound like crazy to say, but it's true. If you haven't spent like dedicated amount of time, let's say every day to just, you know, being in silence, just being with yourself, you don't that doesn't make any sense. How could you? I've learned so, myself this past year by being with myself, by like forcing myself to be with myself. 
than I had ever known. (laughs) I learned so much about myself and it's so important. You can, it literally takes you just, I don't, I think it's just like, it just takes a little bit for you to just be living a whole, it's like a huge transformation. Yeah. And like 10 minutes of silence. That's why they say meditation, you know? It could be meditation, a guided meditation. It can just be you sitting in silence with yourself. 10 minutes out of 24 hours in a day, you can do it. It's it's about prior, what you're prioritizing. I remember you were telling me that you eat your, you for a while were eating your breakfast just in silence. Little moments like that, just being yeah. mindful with the tasks that you're doing, not needing, you know, oh, while I eat breakfast, I'm going to listen to this YouTube video or do this or do that. It's okay to do that. But sometimes maybe make the decision, oh, let me just, let me just be mindful. Let me just be present in this moment and me and my food in silence for 10 minutes. What I also think that you should do is make it a point to have fun with yourself. Again, lead a life that you love, lead a life that you're excited about. And in this life that you're living, right. Or the one or whatever that you're visualizing, even make it to where you are doing things for yourself with yourself that you love, that you would be excited about, that would be fun for you, that you would just enjoy. Right have a freaking 10 minute dance party every day or do some yoga or stretches or people watch. I don't know, just something mm-hmm. that would be that you, you know, like writing in a journal. Sometimes I'm, I'm out here writing in my journal and you can see me laughing to myself because I wrote something really funny, you know, <laughs> like just do you th- just lead that life that you love. And then that's so important for two things number one you're getting that time with yourself right but you're creating some non-negotiables for yourself like you taking the time to say I'm gonna have a dance party I'm gonna write in my journal I'm gonna spend whatever amount of time just for me that is a a practice like a self-love practice you know that is you saying I'm gonna prioritize myself for this amount of time or at least like at least every day I'm going to dedicate this time to myself. You that is bare minimum what you deserve. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll realize that it's it's really nice and people are as always they're attracted to that. You doing your own thing, you not being on someone else's agenda. That is something that's unique these days. But when you finally you know, take hold of that and take back control of your, your own life. It's so empowering. It's uh, it's empowering for people to watch. It's empowering for yourself. And once you get that time with yourself, you're going to realize not only things about yourself, but what type of friendships you even want. Like that is something I've learned so much during this time in quarantine, also just in grad school, kind of, you know, in a new city, just learning, oh, like, these are the types of friendships that I like. The, if I have people in my life, this is who I'd want. You don't really get that time when you're constantly surrounded by other people and you're constantly on their agenda. You don't get that time to say, oh my gosh, do I even like these people? Mm-hmm. So I think I think it's so huge. Yeah, I agree. 
All right, guys. So we hope you enjoyed this episode on being alone, but not lonely. I got a lot from this episode and this conversation, and I hope you guys did too. As always, feel free to remember to follow the page and subscribe. Also to rate and review the podcast. That would really help us out. And yeah, let us know what you think of this episode on Instagram. We would love to hear your thoughts. Until next time, guys. Bye.